0: You're listening to Robert Wright's Non-Zero Podcast. Hi, Mickey. Uh, hey, Bob. What's with the shades, man? Well, I had an eye operation, uh, you know, and so I looked like like that guy in La Jetée. When he saw the man from the future, he knew that you could not escape time.
1: You know what's funny? i the that's man from exactly, the future. That's exactly the feeling I had when I first saw you. I said, you know, I don't know why I'm having this thought, but it just seems like I can't escape time. So, very effective, <laughs> very effective sunglasses. Uh,
0: uh, so, now um, I have two layers of glasses.
1: Oh, yeah, those are new too. Are those reading yeah, glasses? No, there's what? been a
0: lot of changes. There's been a lot of changes around my eyes. Wow. Are there any more changes so.
1: you want to tell us about, Nikki,
0: in your life? No, it looks life? like you're in a hospital, though.
1: Uh, It's actually a fancy hotel, Um, but uh, I may be in hospital before long if I don't start getting some sleep. I'm like seriously sleep deprived. So if we have arguments this week, you will win. Um, I I don't
0: know. I think you'll you'll be grouchy and you'll win. You'll be like Nikki Haley. Is that her tactic? Oh, she got in a big spat with uh, Tim Scott and they were both grouchy and... Uh, It was, Bob, it was all about, you know what it was about?
1: Um, Tell
0: me. It was all about curtains, Bob. Oh, and you're showing us your curtains. It's the most important thing in America is whether Nikki Haley got fancy curtains when she became ambassador to the UN.
1: I would vote on that issue.
0: She said very loyally, the curtains were there before I showed up.
1: Oh, Doesn't mean likely, she didn't order them. Likely story. Doesn't mean
0: she didn't order them, but she showed up after they were installed. Anyway, the press, I, I'm interrupting. You, you, had a, you had it open for me before I started. Well, round, week open. I, I don't
1: have much. Um, the, uh, so I'm at this conference, uh, wall-to-wall. Uh, and if you don't believe me, ask your friend Megan Dawn, who's here, how wall-to-wall this is. No breathing room. And that, folks, is why. Ask, ask my friend Megan Down. Yeah, she's here. All the elites no, are here. All the elites are here. All the elite, the Why important are... people all got invited. Why aren't you I invited? invited? What com- invited? What conference oh, is this? I it's so it's so elite and powerful that it's secret. It's, I can't tell you the, what the conference
0: it's is. It's the Barry Weiss Conference on Artificial Intelligence.
1: No, no, it makes that look like, you know, nothing. This is this is there is serious. This is serious, Mickey. This is serious. This is that's you, all I can say you, is it's... You've realized you can't escape elite.
0: time. But come on, Bob. Don't be a jerk. This is serious.
1: <laughs> I can't speak about it. It's like these these are the elites uh, who control the world. And I'm one of them. We're the ones who are conspiring uh, to not care about the concerns of middle Americans.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I've heard about you.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, wait. So, as a result, and it's my fault, there will be no parent room this week. However. Uh, you know, we we uh since as regular viewers and listeners know, we're winding down uh the Bob Mickey conversations, although I will still have a podcast with somebody on Fridays, but uh the Bob Mickey conversations are winding down, although you will of course periodically uh appear probably in the future. Um and uh so we had said we would these would end at the end of September, but actually because I can't do the pair room today, we're gonna they're gonna um Extend into the first week of October. Uh, Parrot Room patrons, as I explained, uh, uh, don't have to worry about paying for October. We're pausing payments, So just stay where you are. You'll get to see the final Parrot Room next week when I'm at home and comfortable. Um, Okay, I'm sorry. Back to, uh, here's the opening. Here's my opening question. Two questions. So I visited my brother here where this super secret conference is and uh although he he he's not invited but, uh, you know, it's just it's just me um
0: this conference yeah, tearing, tearing families apart. apart
1: yeah well look, uh, the 2016 election already tore this one apart um and, and speaking of which here's the question for you which democrat did he say is the only democrat he could vote for for president you'll probably get this my brother said there's only one democrat I would vote for for president. Oh
0: that uh that your brother would vote for.
1: That my brother would vote for for president.
0: Uh
1: um could uh he voted for Trump twice.
0: Uh Bob Menendez.
1: Oh come on. You better
0: than that. <laughs> uh Bernie Sanders, Willie Brown.
1: Okay, I'm going to give you a clue. Second question. Uh this week Casey Hunt of CNN uh, asked someone, uh, would you vote for Joe Biden if the election were held today? This someone is a Democrat, and this Democrat responded, I haven't thought about that. Who was that person? These are one and the same person, Mickey. I've
0: gathered that. Question, uh,
1: two questions, one answer.
0: Uh God, you stumped me. Um
1: which which uh, Democratic Sen. Okay, uh, this is getting a little too easy, if you ask me. But which Democratic Senator Senator might say, oh, "I haven't thought about whether I'll vote for Joe Biden."
0: It's either Tester, Sherrod Brown, or uh, what's I mean, the other big? It's a being? good
1: thing you're you're going into quasi retirement because I mean this should be on the tip of your tongue. It's the uh,
0: it's the drugs from the eye operation. They've I'm in a semi coma. Um, the tip of my tongue.
1: Uh. Some, some progressives would say he doesn't deserve to be called a Democrat, this man. He's in the U.S. Senate.
0: Uh, Joe Manchin.
1: There you go. Bingo. Um, okay. Now, and he also, like, uh, I didn't realize he was openly entertaining the idea of running as an independent. Which oh, he also yeah. I'm I like Manchin because he blocked
0: the he blocked the refundable child tax credit unless it had a work requirement. And I do think the whole build back better thing, which he scotched, was too much too soon, too fast, too badly drafted. But as as a friend of mine pointed out, he is a he is a sort of uh, transactional, sort of annoying politician who's constantly playing Hamlet to, you know, get attention for himself and not clear. He has any kind of vision at all.
1: He seemed to be getting a little too cute, if you ask me. But anyway, uh, but he drives a you know, Maserati, Bob. You know what can I mm-hmm. say? So uh, so that's that's all I have. Uh, I can't say I've been following politics as okay. closely as I usually do, which is not very close. Uh, well, they had a debate.
0: They they had a debate last night, which didn't even make the PBS news summary. They beat uh,
1: Republicans
0: except for Trump. Yes, uh, seven Republicans, not all the Republicans.
1: Are Although if you search if you search
0: if you search Google for for Republican candidates, it serves up Will Heard, which either means that Google is biasing its results in favor of Will Heard, who is a nobody in this race, or else the Google search results are really shitty. Uh-huh. I, I favor the latter interpretation. But anyway, the press was geared up to have Nikki Haley have a breakout moment and to surge to the top of the second tier. And even though she didn't, uh, they're declaring that anyway. DeSantis did very well. He got four or five really good answers. At one point, he did that thing which alpha males are supposed to do, which when they're when they ask a, when they're squabbling, he says, "Children, we shouldn't have this squabbling. Uh, we shouldn't have We're these silly questions." And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and turned it against the moderators. And he actually pulled that off. It's very rare you could pull that off. He pulled it off. Um uh so I think he and he did the best. Haley did quite well because she she does seem to sort of be a stable character, but she mm-hmm. did she engaged in this ridiculous squabbling with Tim Scott, which is punching down. Uh and uh and it you know, it it, it, it it's not that she seemed too Hillary-esque, but she just she didn't seem as presidential as DeSantis. Anyway, I don't think she broke out, but that's not going to stop uh, pre-written uh, press reports from saying she did. Uh, the rest of them didn't do that well. I thought Ramaswamy's uh, shtick got stale. He he seems like the, you know, you know, when you run for student body president, there's always one candidate who says, I'm better than all the candidates. I'm the best candidate because I pledged to adopt the platforms of all the other candidates. That was look me. at me. That
1: was me. <laughs> I to... Really? I did. Uh, I, I was I was student body president uh, of my elementary school, but it was actually a slightly more clever campaign. than me.
0: Yeah, well, um, they, you, you don't want to be that guy. Anyway, Ramaswamy was that guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, the. Um, I thought Bergman would do very well, and I think he did do very well because he's an unknown. He's a serious person. And the one point he the one thing he emphasized, which is that the, the whole EV issue has become completely politicized. The basic the Republicans are gravitating toward an anti-Biden EV push position. But
1: what Quite about,
0: reasonably I think because it, it really is too much too soon. Uh, it's happening anyway. We might as well take it slow.
1: What, what specific things are too much too soon? What specific policy the Biden EV
0: mandate that hopes that like I think it's half of EVs will be. Uh, uh, half of sales will be EVs in a fairly short period of time, mm-hmm. uh, like like seven years or ten years or something. I forget what the number is, but and it's 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 a really rapid proposed uh take up of EVs, and and you know by twenty thirty seven, each,
1: each company has to sell half of its fleet has to be EVs, or what? No,
0: the whole total for the nation is gonna, supposed to be half.
1: Okay, so, so that's, that's counting
0: that's... Tesla. That's kind so that's of just
1: kind of aspirational, and then you implement the policies that you hope will realize that. It's, well, it's not-
0: aspiration, but it, there's subsidies and mandates that are sort of supposed yeah. to enforce this and push this. And, uh, you know, is the, it, it, uh, I just read a study where by 2037, EVs will take up all the green energy that that will exist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing left over for anybody else. So obviously everything else is going to be ungreen green energy, so it's not really going to stop uh, climate change after that. Uh, and um, you know, long before then, it will not necessarily be stopping climate change. And uh, it may be that hydrogen vehicles are better than EVs Ooh. because they generate their own power and they don't need electricity; uh, they just need hydrogen. Uh, so why why force the issue? Why not let it develop? Uh, and uh, it's meanwhile it's going to put a lot of American auto workers, especially in the big three, out of work. I, I refuse. I'm not sure that the big three can compete with their well, six thousand pounds. are we focusing the sub-
1: subsidies on American-made EVs? We're not doing. I would think Biden. would I do don't that.
0: think so. I think they also apply to Chinese-made EVs. But I'm not I sure. Don't, JD I don't Vance. Think it's
1: quite indiscriminate.
0: JD Vance just introduced a bill to pre- ban them from Chinese-made EVs. So I assume that there are some subsidies for Chinese-made EVs. Um, uh, so hmm. anyway, it, it, you know, Detroit is going, trying to sell you a, you know, 9,000 pound pickup truck with why is that the future? Why are we carrying around these giant heavy batteries? It seems at least an open question.
1: This is a whole new Mickey. I don't know. I thought,
0: I thought you were an E pro EV. I am pro the- EV. I, I want to buy an EV, but I'm I'm not willing to say that for the next 20 years, that should be the big push.
1: So does this uh, Republican sentiment vote ill for the cyber plus, truck
0: somehow? Plus, there, plus there's a record of, you know, you subsidize something that just lets them raise the prices, make them compete to make them cheaper. Um, d- uh, I think, you know, Tesla's doing fine and I think the cyber truck will be okay. A lot of hostility to it on the web,
1: but what the hell? Among what kind of people? Among, among I'm a, I was, sort was thinking of, it was like going to be a hit among Trumpists, but maybe I'm wrong. I think it will be.
0: It, 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 you know, tend to be more traditional. It's not very traditional. The problem is auto styling has gone off a cliff. The problem with it is the styling. Auto styling has gone off a cliff, and everybody is sort you of ushering a new they, wave of style. They have all these little gizmos because the shape is basically dictated by safety mandates. So all they can do is add little cartoonish gizmos to identify their brand. Okay, the Cybertruck blows all that up and doesn't have because, the gizmos because it's. it's, it's it,
1: so because distinctive it's distinctive looking,
0: and I assume it meets the safety regulations because the, you know, Things, it doesn't have an yeah. engine, so it's it, it doesn't uh, have a gas engine, so it can have the panels closer to the the the, the European safety regulations is you have to have four inches of of uh, impact room before the pedestrian you hit hits anything hard like an engine. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's hard with you have a combustion engine right near the surface, but if you have a battery down low, you can make a really low car.
1: So, Mickey, yeah. the first uh, Wall Street Journal headline on my smartphone about the Republican debate I saw was something like uh, uh, Republicans in debate fail to steal thunder from Trump or something. I see the new headline uh, in the journal is Second GOP debate leaves anti Trump Republicans scrambling for a strategy. So, it is basically well, that- a collective fail on their part. Is this your view?
0: No, I thought the Sanders I thought the Sanders did fine no, and, and, you know no. Maggie, the, Maggie Haberman is doing pieces about how you know it's getting late implying it's getting late for somebody to break out. Gary Hart didn't break out until like a week before New Hampshire. Uh-huh. Uh you know there's there's plenty of time to break out. The, the problem is Trump is fairly strong and I remember last week I was I was uh trumpeting a new hampshire poll that showed biden surging ahead of trump well that was sort of wiped off the map by this massive uh lead a a 10 point lead for trump in the washington post abc poll which freaked everybody out i have a crazy theory about that which is probably bullshit but it's something to cling to people are saying they want trump over biden as a way to, to they just basically want to push biden out they want to say fuck you, Biden, get out of the race. And so they're saying they're for Trump in the hope that it will scare him out of the race. Uh, they're not really for Trump. And in the in the quiet of the voting booth on election day, they may turn against, they may vote for against the uh, Trumpist populist candidate the way that it always happens, it seems to happen in European elections. We're always we seeing in Germany, oh, this time the far right's gonna win. No, they don't win. In Spain, oh, this time the far Marie- right's gonna dispose Sanchez. No, they don't. Uh, at the last minute, people turn against populism, and that might happen this time.
1: Maybe I misunderstood, but traditionally they've said that uh, some voters are reluctant to tell pollsters they're voting for Trump. Are you saying the opposite is happening now? No. Yes. You're saying the it's
0: Speculation, it's a theory.
1: Hmm.
0: People, the, the, job number one for the voters is getting Biden off the stage. They and don't want you- Trump, and the only thing that can stop him is Biden, and Biden's not up to the job. And so, so they're doing what to get
1: Biden off the stage?
0: I'm confused. Telling telling pollster that they're gonna vote for Trump. So Biden and giving Biden incredibly low marks for favorability. He has thirty six percent favorability among independents. That's These really are a unusually horrible number.
1: usually strategic poll respondents. I would say that about this. No, group. they
0: don't like Biden, but this the strategic poll response is just saying they are gonna vote for Trump. This is I'm making this up, it's speculation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would call that a favorable description that's, in this That's why they Biden pay off. me the big bucks, Bob. Yep. Yeah, well, uh, so and is it too late to shove Biden off stage? This is my favorite topic. I know people are sick of hearing it, but folks, the fate of the world is at stake. Is it too late to shove Biden off stage?
0: No. And that—that's that, the, um, the, uh, you know, the the you know everybody's focusing on the panic among Republican donors. That's an easy story to report. You call up four people and they say, "We're panic. We want Glenn Youngkin." That's the lead story on Drudge right now. Doesn't doesn't seem to be a whole lot to it, uh, but the Democrats are panicking even more because, uh, you know, they're they're the ones going down to defeat. So, um, uh, you know, but they just the reporters don't call them up that much and say, "Hey, are you panicking?" You know. Yeah. Um, there's there's the there's a newsome There's a Newsom-DeSantis race scheduled, DeSantis debate scheduled for October, I think. And obviously, Biden doesn't want this debate to happen, because if either man wins, he's hurt. If DeSantis wins, it gives DeSantis a boost. If Newsom wins, it says, hey, maybe we should nominate this guy instead of DeSantis. Plus, Newsom is tacking to the right. He's vetoing all sorts of ultra-liberal bills about gender identity and about immigration uh, to position himself for a national run. So... uh, I think he's trying to sabotage the debate. He 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 gave a statement last night saying, Oh, DeSantis just the fact that he would debate me shows how weak DeSantis is. You know, well, I mean, he he just looking for any excuse to squirm him out
1: of this debate. Okay. Um you know, Biden, I mean, it's become so routine for him to kind of stumble that nobody noticed when he addressed the General Assembly of the UN. I don't know the exact quote, but he said, uh Something like, you know, if uh, the script said if Russia can violate fundamental principles of the United Nations uh, without opposition, all of us are in peril. And he said if Russia can violate fundamental principles of the United States instead of the United Nations, not a big deal. But he was his addressed to the annual meeting of the UNGA. And, you know, I don't know. Well, then, Freudian. I think he's a little Freudian
0: personally. Uh, I don't know. DeSantis made a similar Mistake last night. Nobody noticed.
1: Okay. Said he said,
0: Never mind. Uh, it, it, he said uh, when I when I take office in twenty twenty three. Mm, he meant twenty twenty five. But what the hell? It's only a couple years.
1: Yeah, that's not great for a guy whose age to do better though. Yeah, we should we should so, tell him to do better. Yeah. So what about your boy
0: Massey? He's in trouble. Massey.
1: Massey. S- semaphore. Massey?
0: Oh, oh, okay. You're a diplomat, and the Semaphore reported that he's hired advisors who have sworn fealty to the Islamic State, which I
1: assume means Iran. So Semaphore, Uh, the publication started by Ben Smith, whom you're a big fan of, um, ran some kind of expose, which I haven't had time to read. That's the deal about this conference, but the upshot seems to be that there are several people who are uh, pose as objective Iran analysts who are actually in the tank for Iran, and um, they all were. That Rob Malley, they are what proteges or workers of his. Did he hire them when he was at? The, they were at the inter the uh, what's it called the International Crisis Group. What's it called? Um,
0: yeah, they they had some they had some formal relationship with Malley. I, yeah, I, I forget what. Uh,
1: well, let me just. say I was this hoping you'd clear
0: this up for me.
1: I I am willing to bet that this is bullshit. And uh, I forget whether I uh, said this, I meant to, I think I said the following in the parrot room some months ago, when Ben Smith hired this guy as I think his chief uh, uh, foreign policy correspondent. Now, I don't know if he's ultimately behind this. I'm sorry about the lack of homework, folks. Yeah, uh, Solomon, ex of the Wall Solomon Street Journal. Solomon, it's his thing, right? Okay. He wrote the story. He wrote the story. Okay, great. So uh, when when Ben Smith uh, hired Jay Solomon, I thought, wow, that's there's two things about that uh, that I don't like. Uh, one of them is that when Jay Solomon wrote about Iran uh, for the Wall Street Journal, he was, you know, clearly, it just seemed like flat out neocon takes every time. But the weird thing about it is he was fired by the Journal for Ethics Violations for, you know, uh, when they discovered these communications he had with some rich Iran guy who was presumably anti-regime, willing to bet on that. But he was fired. He he left the Journal in disgrace. I mean, here's the headline. Wall Street Journal reporter is fired after dealings with source. Um, Jay Solomon had worked for the blah, blah, blah. So for, it's kind of odd to Ben Smith. Uh, would would hire a guy with such a a, a kind of uh checker I don't understand. Pass. Ben yeah. Smith took millions of dollars from Sam Bankman Freed.
0: Why do we think that Semaphore's standards are so fucking high?
1: Maybe I was they're naive. Maybe I was naive. Filing. But I, I I'm just saying I do not trust trust Jay Solomon as far as I can throw him. And I I was saying that on the basis of his reporting at the Journal, even before I knew he was in the scandal where he was scheming with some. Some Iranian to make money, and this guy was also his source, and it was just just super super well,
0: that, shabby. The, the the semaphore format is so convoluted that he, he they they have a little section where they have Jay they he reports the story, and then they say Jay Solomon's view, and then they have the opposing view, and it does give the opposing view. The opposing view is, you know, these people are sort of neutral scholars. Of course, they have to like pledge fealty to the regime the same way professors have to t- sign DEI statements at universities, but it doesn't really mean they're pro-regime. And they're sort of neutral yeah. scholars who are, they're scholars who are trying to make things better. And why not talk to
1: them? Let, you know, me, I, I assume yeah, that that yeah. is the response. I did glance at the piece enough to see that there was a, they quoted from an email from a guy named Ali Weiss, V-A-E-Z, who did work for the International Crisis Group, if I've got that name right, which which Robert Malley ran uh, before he went into the uh, Biden administration, and uh, and it did seem he was writing to some Iranian government official, and he was saying, you know, I am Iranian myself, and I've and and, and it didn't it didn't look great, but on the other hand, when you're trying to get information out of a source, um, you know, you can do things, uh, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't that don't reflect. Uh, your actual intentions. In any event, Ali Weiss did a long Twitter thread on this, which I also didn't read. But if anybody is going to form a judgment on this, I say go to Twitter, uh, look at his feed, A-L-I-B-A-E-Z, look at his side of the story. I have talked to him in the past. I have followed his work for years. I have very high regard for him. He does not look like some kind of Iran regime he's He's extremely smart, very astute analysis, and by no means... Uh, were all of his past analyses that I'm aware of favorable is, to the Iranian regime? Is 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 Mali Iranian? No. Well, I don't
0: think so. I mean, Mali. I thought is, you, uh, you said he said in this email that he was Iranian. No, he said that somebody else was Iranian. Hmm, hmm. Uh, well, I, thought I, said, I thought you said Mali the, the, was sucking up to these guys by saying he was of Iranian descent.
1: Well, they had Ali Vice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had a quote uh, from Ali Vice. to to do that, but uh, um, anyway, look at his Twitter thread uh, if you want to see. Both. Isn't it so- time for Malley to? Isn't
0: it time for Malley to defend himself? He's hanging out is, there, twisting slowly in the wind.
1: Uh, I don't well, know what the deal well, is. I mean, yeah, people. There had been some weird. I guess this is the reason that he had had this kind of Twilight Zone status, right? He was. It wasn't clear. Was he working for the administration? He'd been suspended for something? I don't know. Uh, but I th- yeah. I think I do not trust, uh, uh, as I've said, I, I, I would check out the director. Yeah. My line is, Twitter has replaced its name with X,
0: and Semaphore is replacing its name with Y. As in W-H-Y. Why does it exist? Ooh. We don't know. Uh, they have some good people. Dave Weigel's good, but uh, and I like Steve Clemens, but uh, I think they're going down. What can I say? And I will mm-hmm. not gloat.
1: No gloating No desperate s-
0: gas. No siree. No, no. They have a few desperate gas to go.
1: Um, but um, so, but uh, sorry, I didn't and do my work on that. But I'm betting, I'm betting that if you read this Ali vice thread, it'll be
0: persuasive. You, you, missed Tony Blinken playing Coochie Coochie Man at the White House last night, Bob, while you were on, at your on, glamorous conference on guitar. Yes. At you a state there? dinner or something. No, it was there? on the web. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, man, Uh man. Yeah. Um the uh so uh when are you gonna tell us what this conference is about?
1: I'm obviously not jealous or panning at you know panning for an answer. I could take so, it. No it's 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 like you, you you do not have nearly the classification level to uh see These documents, Mickey. It's just like one of those. This can't be one of
0: those Jewish conferences where, like, they they invite the elite Jews and try to get them to breed with each other. This, 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 this no. has to be a non-Jewish version of I, that.
1: You nailed it, man. I, I, I claimed I was Jewish so I could get the free sex. That is. Does exactly your wife know? Does about. your wife know about this conference? She, she doesn't know. I claimed I was Jewish, and
0: she doesn't know I'm having sex later today. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, luckily she doesn't watch this. So um, there, um, I have a crazy theory about Senator Menendez. The, the weird uh, thing about Senator is Menendez is all in the Senate.
1: D- uh, he is not succumbed yeah. to the pleas from his colleagues. He's, he's the learning law. the
0: Al Franken. He's learning the Al Franken lesson, which is don't quit don't too quit. soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, you know, he's beaten the rap before. He might beat the rap again and he might win the race even if he doesn't beat the rap because they'll split the field against it. Uh, but my, but Biden, I don't think it's condemned him. And I think Biden does not, has to treat him very, very warily. Cause remember, he has been on the outs with various democratic administrations before, because of his position against the Iran deal. And cause they know he's a crook. And, uh, and, uh, and also against liberalizing relations with Cuba. And, uh, so he could just turn on Biden if Biden says you should leave the Senate, you know. Menendez says, "Well, what's my grift compared with your grift?" And he could be a Democrat exposing, you know, opening up the whole Hunter Biden, you know, your, you, you know, you you took millions from through your son Hunter Biden. Even if it's not true, it would be very damaging to Biden.
1: So Actually, Biden cannot a, really
0: afford to piss him off. It's a
1: kind of interesting possibility. I mean, I, I think you tend to. Let your suspicions of this kind run a little wild, but I guess it's not impossible. I mean, do you think Menendez would actually threaten him with disclosing something? Do you just think Biden is thinking, well, suppose he starts going on and on about this?
0: Yeah. Either one. I mean, it wouldn't be beneath very few things are beneath
1: Menendez. Well, I will say this. You know, I I think last week I vaguely alluded to the fact that uh, Menendez had been partly responsible for the lack of progress toward an Iran deal early in the administration. The the actual tactic I heard he used wasn't as as base as the one you're describing, but he did apparently uh, threaten to hold up appointments. Uh, like, okay. he wasn't going to let them fill the State Department uh, unless they saw things his way right. on. Iran. Right. The, um, the
0: the other, the development of the Hunter Biden scandal is uh, they discovered $250,000 wired from this outfit in China that Biden was on the board of, Hunter Biden was on the board of, uh, to Hunter Biden at Joe Biden's address. And Hunter Biden had been staying at Joe Biden's address and had used Joe Biden's address in Delaware sort of as his permanent address, but he wasn't there at the time. So people are saying, well, it's really a bribe to Joe Biden. I don't think they've proved that. But given that he and Hunter have a joint bank account, I would like to see where those funds went. And the Republicans are entitled to find out.
1: Wait. If the money was wired, it was wired to the bank, right? Not, not literally wired to any given home address. I guess that's right. So we want to know the, but it, it
0: gave Biden's address as the address. I don't know okay. if that means anything. But
1: to me, that uh, would mean that that had become his address of record, and it's what the bank used. That's what. It, that's
0: his excuse, and it's a very plausible excuse. It's entirely possible that that's right, but. You, you know, we want to know what happened. He also had a joint account with Joe Biden. Did it go into the joint account? Did it go into a separate account? What happened to it? Did any money go out of that account? I mean, you want the bank records at this point.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so, uh, you know, Repub- Republicans have started an investigation and they have this guy, Comer, who doesn't seem to know how to say, well, we're just investigating. We want to find out. He always hypes every, every partial revelation like this to the skies uh, and that's backfiring on him. Mm-hmm. if he if he was like more well we're just trying to find out the facts that would be more effective and and less damaging to the republicans
1: yeah.
0: but uh, uh there's another little chink of evidence
1: and I was in a dinnertime conversation last night about what a train wreck this election is destined to be and and i in articulating the argument I depressed myself uh Who are the who are the other elites at this at this in this dinner conversation? Oh, man, it's unbelievable. I mean, these people are so important. These people are so powerful, Mickey, that I am not the most powerful person here. We're talking there. I can't name names. I'm just (laughs) saying. I'm just saying we're dealing with people, some of whom rival me in influence and power. Well, And and there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them.
0: Megan Dam already rivals you in influence and power. That's what I'm saying. She has four podcasts. You only have two.
1: Yeah, she does have a new one. She told me about her new one. She's got two.
0: She has two? I thought I've she had got, more than that.
1: I've got technically okay. one. They're, they're yeah. all under the non-zero podcast brand. She has two different names. Is Barry Weiss there? Uh no, no, Barry. She's not important
0: enough. Well, how elite it, it can't be very elite then. I'm sorry. Well, There's obviously a second conference that's more elite going on that you don't know about. Got me
1: feeling it's, a little insecure there,
0: Mickey. Yeah. So there are two, uh, there, there are two mysteries uh, about sort of surrounding this election. The first mystery is uh, why, why, given all the allegedly favorable statistics about the economy, voters are so grumpy about the economy, about Biden's economy, and about Biden in general. Uh, and the second mystery is sort of a larger mystery, which is why are voters so grumpy about the future of the country, the direction it's moving, uh, the general future of their lives. I claim these two mysteries are really the same, uh, in large part.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like there was a question last night in the debate about, from Dana Perino, a good question, saying, isn't AI going to take a lot of... These jobs. What are you going to? What jobs are you going to retrain the people who are, who are you know unemployed by AI? What and nobody answered that. Chrissy gave a rote answer about Americans have always been for progress, so we can't stand in the way of progress and progress, 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 and everybody else shut up. So nobody addressed that issue, but the voters mm-hmm. understand that it's a big issue. But uh, my friend John Ellis has proposed a simpler explanation, which just answers the Biden part, short term part of the question, which is. They're mysterious because they've run out of money. <laughs> if you look, you know the, the the yes the you know wages are up, but if you look at the income statistics, they haven't reached the pandemic pre pandemic level yet. The median income, uh, and uh, and you know the voters are in debt to the hilt, and inflation is eating away, and they're waiting for their raises, but the raises aren't coming, and uh, and uh, and they've run out of money, and they're pissed off, and they're desperate. So that that does seem like a good enough explanation. Uh, they uh, the the all the good economic statistics overlook the total income statistics, which are not, have not caught up to all the other statistics. So, I think we've answered that mystery. Yeah. Um, the uh, I was talking to one of the elites
1: here. Uh, who is uh, I mean, this is OK. They've they run out of money, too. I should make this uh, transition. No, I, I, uh, That's here, a, it's a two step transition. Um. I mean, in terms of other issues that that Biden has to worry about, I think the growing sense in some places of, uh, you know, disorder, lawlessness, homeless people, Shoplifters going, you know, uh, shoplifting with impunity, walking out the store and and just waving goodbye to the store manager and so, so on. Um talking to this guy in San Francisco politics who I guess the, I don't know when this happened, and I'm vaguely aware of it, but they they have this policy, I'm I'm sure you'll approve of. He says it's like a real big turnaround for San Francisco, where um they say to homeless people, if you want any city benefits, uh uh, you um, you have to take a drug test. If you fail the drug test, you have to go on treatment. If you either refuse the drug te- to take the drug test or refuse to go on treatment, you we cut off your benefits. Did you know about that? Is that I didn't know about that. That doesn't like, seem a big deal. It it doesn't or does? Does? Yeah, no, but he's like he's like the city attorney of uh, San Francisco or something like that, and he's he said it's a watershed if you if you know San Francisco politics um, uh, there
0: hasn't been any coverage that that i've seen so i i wonder if it's actually taken effect yet
1: yeah and i was talking uh. to my brother who is retired he's like in his 70s and he got a job just to fill the time um uh after a few years of retirement uh at a store at a hardware store he's a hardware guy and and uh and that day they had had a uh they had had a, a, a guy shoplifting who um, wa- was walking out of the store with, with carrying something. And the store manager said, uh, can, I, can I have that back? And the guy just said, no. I walked out. And apparently this manager, assistant manager or something, had not that long ago gotten in an actual fistfight with a guy over shoplifting, decided not to do it. But I was surprised to hear that it's the same thing they say about New York City. This is like a small town, fairly small town, Colorado. And he said, no, the police won't do anything. And that's, you know, uh, they're, they're not gonna chase the guy. You could have his ID. They're not gonna, they're not gonna track him down. Um, and if you if you if you detain him yourself, uh the police will give him a talking to in the police car, maybe give him some kind of ticket or something. So anyway, I said, you know, there's gonna be backlash against this. And then I I brought that up to this uh this guy from San Francisco, and he said, Yeah, it's underway and told me about this thing. So San
0: Diego's had some kind of backlash and they claim to have solved their homeless problem. Uh which, by that they mean they've all the homeless have moved beyond the city borders uh-huh. to outlying communities, but it's a start. Uh-huh. Uh with a similar thing. I think you, you have to you have to take this city home city apartment that we've given we've reserved for you, but you'll have to take a drug test to do it. And they say, Yeah, we're moving to the neighboring suburbs. So um yeah. Uh, that seems to work. Um, uh, in Philadelphia, they actually, uh, there was a, there, 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 there have been these flash mobs looting stores and the police actually busted one of them and arrested people. Uh, it was shocking. Uh, I, I don't know how much effect that will have, but it was a step in the right direction.
1: I got to think you can start seeing that. Um, so Ukraine Mickey quickly. Okay. Uh, well, as far as on the ground, you know, and the place that's uh, kind of the main place in the sense of the original vision of the offensive, the, the the place where conceivably further progress could lead to cutting off the Crimean land bridge, which was the stated goal, um, not that much progress. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the battle for this village of Verbova is now well underway, tiny village. I mean, that's what I, I've been saying for a couple of weeks. That's the next thing on the map. I guess the Ukrainians sent a lot of armor and stuff down there. And uh, according to pro-Russian Twitter, and they had pictures, um, a lot of it got destroyed in the way, uh, like 21 armored vehicles or something along one road. Uh, again, I'm kind of under-informed this week. I can't totally vouch for that. But in any event, it looks like it's about to get for real there. And, uh, you know, it's going to be another another battle for a village that winds up destroying the village. The – uh We're- Yeah.
0: We're sending like a bunch more Abrams tanks over there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If that I makes, mean, you know, obviously, it, there won't
0: be a time for this battle.
1: More tanks is better for them, but as far as the quality of the tanks, I think that doesn't really matter because it's like, you know, if Abr- Abrams tanks are presumably good at tank battles, but that's not that's not what you need to be good at. You need to be good at somehow magically evading drones to be a successful tank in the Ukraine war. There was a, uh, and the, they're just as vulnerable as as uh, any other tanks. There was a piece, I think, in the Wall Street Journal today. You know, I had speculated a week or two about how the drones are—I'm uh, yeah, sure I'm not the uh, making it harder on offense uh, on offenses generally in the Ukraine war, because you know this is uh, this is the first time. I mean, this is and it's taken a while for the war to get to this point where it is so fundamentally a drone war. This Wall Street Journal said, at any given time, at any given time, there are thousands of drones in the air in Ukraine, and the, the piece, what the piece was about was that they seem to have made offense harder, and uh, so, this, so yeah. This is a this is a
0: fundamental shift in war, equivalent to the Nazis realizing that tanks can move really fast and get around the Maginot Line, which the French hadn't realized. Uh so this is tanks can move fast, but the drones can move faster.
1: Not fast enough. So now there could be countermeasures. I mean, I assume somebody's working, you know, it's not like you'd have to have a super sophisticated type of anti-aircraft gun on your mounted on your armor because not a lot of these drones aren't that fast, they're not that big, you know. But um for the time being, uh drones rule and uh it it's hard to make much progress.
0: Um. Thank you for that. You're welcome. They're having. There was a a moment in the debate last night uh, where Tim, somebody was attacking the aid for Ukraine, and Tim Scott, threw ninety billion dollars or seventy billion dollars, and Tim Scott said, "What we don't realize is those are only loans. They're loans, Mm. (laughs) as if they're going to be paid back. It was the same,
1: like student loans."
0: Yeah, one of the reasons why Tim Scott did not do well in the debate last night.
1: By the way, the Uh, things I learned talking to my uh, Trump-supporting relatives, the latest one is, yes, those student loans are a big issue in Trump land. The forgiveness of student loans, just like subsidy to rich people. They don't, rich liberals,
0: as they see it. Well, he has has another loan program that he's unveiling. uh, Biden? Which will have the same effect.
1: Uh, Another forgiveness program?
0: Or what? Uh, I think it's an actual government subsidy program. Mm-hmm. I think he may actually be trying to pass it through Congress, or have proposed it. Uh, but uh, you know, it's, it 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 raises the cost of college for everybody, and including the poor. And then it subsidizes them for everybody, including the rich. So it's not mm-hmm. not necessarily a political winner. Although I, I still sort of think it's a political winner because. Not everybody's as astute as your brother True. True.
1: uh
0: the uh the uh the other thing is they're having trouble getting the aid through Congress the latest be of your aid. is it genuine trouble or it seems to be genuine trouble I, I I assume they'll overcome it but it does seem to be genuine trouble uh Tom tillis was complaining about how hard it is and you know they have these this, 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 these, uh, it's got a clear minority even among Republicans who oppose the aid to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have, there are like 10 people who are stopping the whole budget. So if there are 90 people in Congress who are in the Republican caucus who oppose aid to Ukraine, that's something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, I don't think I would oppose Ukraine. You would you oppose passing this bill?
1: Oh, I don't know. Uh, I I I uh that's a good question. Um I would certainly want I mean what I would want is of course, as I said, for Biden to uh use the prospect of further aid as leverage to push Ukraine toward peace talks. Um that's that's yeah. my preferred policy. but How about
0: yeah. Tony Blinken will pay hushy Cushy Man nonstop and force you to listen to it until you come to the peace table.
1: That's a powerful incentive, Mickey. Um,
0: um uh and, and you know, Mitch McConnell said at this point, uh Ukraine funding is the number one priority for Americans. That's pretty thin eared, you know? Mitch
1: McConnell said that.
0: Yeah, you wonder how you wonder how long Mitch McConnell is for the job. Have
1: you gotten a diagnosis about his brain yet? What's going on with him? What are the what
0: no, are the I think, informed no.
1: conjectures?
0: I haven't the faintest idea.
1: Because he's, he's he's
0: frozen up twice now on camera. Right. Right. That's one more time than I frozen up. <laughs> Depends what
1: mean by freeze
0: up.
1: Uh, um so trying to think of the, anything the, the, else. i
0: have tried if there's anything important. Uh let's see. Uh the persecution of Elon Musk. There are like five different investigations the Biden administration has opened up against him. Really? Maybe six. Seems a little much. Uh, you know, they, he killed his 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 rocket crash and it it charged some quail eggs in Texas. You know, so
1: well that's they unbelievable. Sent, they, they sent they a da- team out. They to to were endangered speak. eggs.
0: I think or they were it, endangered eggs. as it as
1: it, ha- as it turned out. Yes, yeah, quite endangered. Um,
0: uh, well, they've discovered they've. They've measured antimatter falling. Apparently, that's a big deal.
1: I heard that on the BBC it, this morning. I didn't make heads or tails
0: of it. And it can't get up. Well, there's apparently the theory of relativity says it will fall, and there's some other theories that said it's antimatter. Of course, it's not going to fall. It's going to do the opposite of what do you think. It's going to rise. Well, <laughs> apparently that that theory has been put to rest. Ah. Uh, so uh, I'm I I I I sleep better at night knowing that. Um,
1: Man, you're up on. You're really. You're working twenty four seven. That one you take a break, man.
0: And uh, there, there, nobody understands why this F thirty five that crashed, you know, in a potentially populated area crashed. Mm-hmm. The 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 pilot was not an inexperienced pilot. He was a very experienced pilot. Knew what he was doing. Decided he had to bail out due to aircraft failure. Well, this plane cost was like what. 80 million dollars, $100, 100 million dollars, something. Like that. Or
1: something. And
0: know. yeah, and and we're giving it to all. We're selling it to countries all over the world. What went wrong? We want to know. Uh, one of our commenters, and this is yeah. the final one. Okay. Uh, uh had, he said, "I'm ignoring with the border surge, which is continuing and accelerating, and you know, getting worse and worse, and it's becoming clearer and clearer that fighting inflation is the reason Biden is." Keeping it keeping it in place, he claims that Biden because of the Filer Faster thesis, Biden Biden can uh, do a hundred and eighty on his border policies. You know, uh, next year in June, and mm-hmm. everybody will have forgotten how bad it was by the election. Uh, I think that's pushing the Filer Faster thesis to its limits. But uh, but but mm-hmm. there is something to it. There is something to that.
1: You know, I encountered a guy at this conference of super elites who uh, shares, uh, he's very Mickey-esque when he talks about immigration. And uh, he says he's, um, you know, he's a Silicon Valley guy. And he says over the past few years, he's noticed he encounters much less resistance. Uh, You know, like a few years ago, he would get shouted out of the room if he started talking about the need to control the border. And it sounds to me like maybe there's growing awareness that whether or not you're concerned about the problem per se, the Democrats need to have some kind of answer or something. Maybe that's what's behind. It. Is is this your experience that you're slowly becoming socially acceptable again? Um,
0: no, that'll never happen. But uh, that, it does, that's
1: gone too far. But you know what I mean.
0: But it does. It does. It, I I have noticed in Silicon Valley tweets they've become more amenable to border control. Really. Uh. They've, they well, they, they you know, they really just want the H one B's from India. They they don't um, uh, they don't really need millions of low wage workers. They do need they're just there.
1: Programmers.
0: Yeah. So um. So they're willing to they're willing to preserve what they want. E- you know, Elon Musk is tweeting about the border now. He's done two or yeah. three tweets about how it's out of control. Why isn't the mainstream media paying attention? So you know, I he's not not 100% reflective of silicon valley but i think there was a time when he would be gung ho for immigration
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: uh like that picture of him when he took over twitter and you know these are the Hearing hardcore the em- oh. these are the hardcore employees who are still with us for this you know oh, yeah. hardcore and they were all indians
1: i <laughs> mean
0: they were all oh. <laughs> you know they they replaced a bunch of like willowy haired wasp girls who we who fired right they <laughs> so they like, all left i i think i'm not sure it's voluntary but uh anyway um uh so that could be true so you, this must be a reed Hoffman uh conference oh i'm not sure i'd put it
1: that way let's just say all the super elites are here.
0: You 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 hesitated a long time before you answered that, so I think I'm getting close you to the mark. To that
1: way you will. My subterfuge is a, is a thing of you know, great magic and power. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm well, a master I, of leading of I mean, people off the
0: scent. Off the I'm a confident enough person that I'm not going to madly email people like Megan down to demand where they are just because no. I feel insecure at not you being invited to the conference.
1: You I'm not going to
0: do that. Not going to do that. She um, said she
1: nominated you, but you were uh, unanimously rejected by the committee that makes the decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, actually, what she's she one of the. Was, are you kidding? I'd never him. That's actually. What yeah. it.
0: She's one of the great talkers, Bob. As you know, she was on our show.
1: I know she's going to be on my podcast. You know, she agreed. Like you thought I wouldn't be able to fill the void, didn't you, Mickey? God,
0: well, that's a that's a that's a step up. In so many uh, respects.
1: You might say.
0: So, um, good for you. It hurts to say uh, that, doesn't it? Anyway. Um, I've learned that you can't full-time, Bob.
1: <laughs> I wish people could see those glasses. Uh, um, special. Um, so your eyes are better, though?
0: I think so. They got a ways to go. We got a swollen cornea, but it's it's.
1: But this is. It's cataracts? getting better. Cataracts. Yeah. Good. Yeah. they are gone. Cataracts be gone. Well, the cataracts are gone. Folks, I'm sorry that I was underinformed this week, and that there is no parrot room. But next week there will be, uh, and so all Patreon patrons uh, can watch can watch the final parrot room. And we're doing a free you, one next week, too. Well, the parrot room's free next week because we're pausing payments for October. The reason being well, we had said we had said the last thing is September. Well it's it's oh free yeah, for we're a also page doing a public it's, one. I think we should do a public yeah. one next week, yeah. The full yeah, of okay. Monty. I mean, we should do the whole thing for old time's sake, then get maudlin and misty-eyed in the parrot room. You know, keep keep a stiff upper lip in the podcast thing, and then just break down crying in the parrot room. But, folks, you can do that part for free. Uh, it, but Speak for yourself. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It may be that when we pause the payments, that means new people can't join the Parrot Room. And you know what that means, Make It means people who want to see next week's Parrot Room need to sign up pronto. Now,
0: today. What? They're going to pay $5 just for one episode? Correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, uh, anyway. Uh, Good luck at your elite conference.
1: Yeah, I, I hope you are doing a good job of running the world. Everything seems to be in good working order. And do uh, you have any you, complaints about the world? I think we're doing no, it. I hope you breed
0: it. I hope you breed and create the master race and huh? deposit them in a cavern somewhere in Iron Mountain uh, so they'll survive a nuclear war and be able to restore humanity.
1: That's the plan.
0: Uh, um,
1: so listen, I got to get back to breeding, Mickey. I just heard a knock on the door. I think that's my next breeding appointment. Okay, so, uh, life is tough. It's look, we, we all got to sacrifice if we want this planet to have a long happy life and I'm doing what I can.
0: No wonder you're so tired. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will see you next week. Okay. See you.